Welcome to Life Unedited. This is your lifestyle guide to living a life that aligns solely with you. I am your host, Tabitha Sweeney, a coach and inspirational speaker who is all about authenticity, friendly sass, and helping you unlock your best self. What's up, guys? All right. So you guys, I have like pressed record so many times. I actually recorded an entire episode yesterday. And then I had this idea to make it so much better. So I didn't want to release it because I'm going to make it so much better. And by make it so much better, that means there's going to be a guest coming in to have the entire conversation with me because I think the entire thing is going to flow better as a conversation than as a monologue, okay? And now I'm rambling, but here's here's the deal. So I had that all done and it just wasn't, it just didn't feel right, okay? So then I was like, huh, I'm going to record something else. And I've hit record, I don't know, 450 times, but I have no idea what to talk about. So... Now, this time, I have pro- I hit record and I've promised myself whatever comes out of my mouth, whatever ends up is what's being dropped and published today. So maybe I should just say I'm sorry right now because I have no idea what's coming, you guys. But I do love when the spirit and the universe channel through me. And whenever I do these episodes – these ones where I really don't even have a topic at hand, usually as a rule, they come out to be super impactful and super amazing. So I am going to just trust the universe in the fact that she has a message that I have somehow been like fighting, telling you guys, and that she has something she wants to share with you. And that's why I can't get any thoughts out. It's funny to think how you can spend your entire life feeling like you have the upper hand to find yourself on the bottom being abused 10 years in. I feel like this is what I'm supposed to be talking about right now. Because the feelings that are over, over, they're like, they're so intense right now. So here it goes. My entire life I was confident. I knew who I was. I knew what I wanted. I was certain I was going to get it. If at any point in time you would have told 20-something me that by 38 I would be leaving an oppressive, suffocating marriage that would take away my soul 
20-something me would have been like, that'll never happen. Will never happen. Never. Because you know what? I know who I am. I'll never let somebody take advantage of me like that. I'd get the fuck out. There's been a common thread in my in my life at a certain point when I flipped. Some point in adulthood, I don't know when. Some point after I got married. Where the universe started taking every absolute that I ever said to prove me wrong. Every judgment I had ever made, I've lived through. I've lived through being judged on. I've lived in the abuse. I have put up with shit that I never, ever thought I would have put up with. I have been on food stamps. I have had 16 cents in my bank account. I've been in collections. I have believed wholeheartedly in Jesus and I've also cursed him and said there's no way he exists. I've been tested in ways I never would wish on anybody. In any absolute that I've ever said in my entire life, the universe came back to prove me wrong on. I said I would never be a stay-at-home mom. I was. I would never put up with a drunk. I did. I said I didn't understand how people got themselves into situations that they couldn't get out of. I did. I said I would never step, I would never, I would never have a crying child at the grocery store. I did. I said I would never give in and give them what they want just because they're screaming. I have. Every single time the universe teaches me that lesson again, every single time she brings to light the fact that this was an absolute, I said I would never and here I am. 
I have an array of feelings. And I'm never quite sure how to, to feel about them. My entire life, I swore I would never be a stay-at-home mom. I swore up and down I would never be a stay-at-home mom. I never, ever wanted that. And I was 19 weeks pregnant with my first. And I realized I, wanted, I didn't want to go back to work. And I remember feeling like such a hypocrite because here I was saying, I, I said I would never do this. And now here I am saying, this is what I want to do. And I felt like I, I was beating myself up so hard. And I remember my mom sitting there and saying to me, all good and well to assume you know how you'll feel. But you had never been pregnant before. You didn't really know how you were going to feel. That was really eye-opening for me. Because everything I'd ever made an absolute on was things I had knew nothing about. I couldn't speak on it. I hadn't experienced it. Nothing. And each and every time the universe came in to humble me, to show me what the other side looked like, to teach me to hold my judgment. And she did. She taught me how to not judge. She taught me that there's a difference between judging someone and not understanding. That there's a difference between not understanding someone in it not being my choice. It has been a wild ride. And I think this lesson these lessons in humility, in humanity, in staying humble have taught us that humble means more than what I learned in Sunday school. In Sunday school, we were taught that humble meant you don't brag. That humble meant you stifle your sparkle so that other people can sparkle brighter. 
I don't think that's what humble really means, you guys. In Sunday school, we learned how awful bragging is. What kind of person it made you. And I saw somebody post on Facebook the other day, and it was it was a question, it was a poll about like, what are your thoughts on bragging? Is bragging good? Is bragging bad? And I commented and said, I don't think we brag enough. And I think even you hear the term like humble brag, which I think is bullshit. Okay. I think that's bullshit. So here's, I'm going to tell you guys what my take on all of this is. And you can take it, you can leave it, you can think I'm fucking crazy. It doesn't really matter. I don't know. I mean, I am fucking crazy. Like, we know that. But people who are humble are also wildly successful. People who are humble can look at both sides of the coin and not have an emotional reaction. People who are humble don't judge. Because if they haven't been in that specific situation before, they know they easily could be. Being humble means you know that the universe can take your world and flip it upside down at any given point in time. And you don't take that for granted. It has nothing to do with how big your house is, what kind of car you drive, how you talk about yourself. And here's the thing. I don't think we brag enough. I don't think we pat ourselves on our own back enough. I don't think we toot our own horns enough. And when we do, We feel awkward. We feel silly. We feel like we should be apologizing. No. We work really, really hard for our accomplishments. Nothing on this earth is just handed. And at any point in time, whatever is given to us can also be taken away. And here's how easily I mean that. On Spotify, okay, this podcast has been on Spotify. We had, I had reached monetization status. Now, I wasn't like paying my bills with my Spotify money, right? But. I was watching my income double every single month. And it was super motivating. It was super 
encouraging. It made me want to do it more, right? And then September 1st, Spotify changed their monetization status or requirements, I should say. So I no longer have monetization status. Nope. Because now, instead of having 100 listeners to monetize, you need 1,000. It's a big jump. Bam. Just like that. Being monetized on Spotify is gone. Will I get it back? Fuck yeah, I will. But I have to work 10 times harder now than previously before. That's a lot, guys. And let me tell you something. When I get there, when I hit that thousand listeners, because you have to have a thousand listeners within a specific time period, and they can only, only Spotify listeners count. So anyone listening on Google or Apple or anything else doesn't count. So here's the deal. When I hit that mile marker, I'm going to throw a fucking party. I'm going to, I'm going to, it's going to be such a huge celebration because it's a huge accomplishment. And I shouldn't feel bad about getting there. And when I get online and I say, my podcast is good, I don't need to feel bad for saying that. But what Sunday school taught me was I should, I should feel bad for saying that. Life is hard. There's no playbook. There's no rule book. There is nothing that forces you to peel back the layers of your life. There is nothing that will force you to face the pain of healing. Nothing. You have to hold yourself to that fire. You have to want it bad enough. So I'm going to ask you right now, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want to get to the other side? Do you want to grow as a person? 
you want to meet and level up. Meet your highest self. It's a hard place to be. Because most of the world doesn't understand it. Most of the people you come across, they don't understand it. Most of the people you talk to, they think you're fucking crazy. They think you're intentionally going out and making your life harder. But what you're actually doing is painting in color. It's like the Wizard of Oz, right? The first time it went from like black and white to like in color. Love is the most powerful emotion, feeling, force field in the world. If you're looking for love, you will find it. You will see it. You'll notice it's all around you. It's in the trees. It's in your neighbors. It's in the person at the grocery store who lent you their shopper's club card. But if you're looking for the ugly, that's what you'll see. You can't see both at the same time. Even though sometimes it feels like you can, you can't. It's like looking at those pictures where it's like you see one image and then if you like refocus re your brain and your eyes, you see another image, but you never really see them at the exact same time. It's like you, you flutter between the two. That's love and hate. You will see what you are setting out to see. And the way you judge other people will show up in what you see. So for instance, if I'm out there saying, everybody on food stamps, they're just taking advantage of the system. They have no idea what working is like. They are just lazy people with no motivation and they're not worth this and that and I'm bashing it left and right. Guess who's going to show up over and over again? Those kind of people. Now here's the reality. I personally choose to believe that there's a very, very, very small percentage of people taking advantage of the system like that. 
truthfully, that's how I envision it because you know what? That paperwork and all of that is a whole bunch of um, work, stress, I don't know. I feel like there's not as many people and, and they don't give you enough to actually live on. So I just feel like taking advantage of it is not as prevalent as some people feel like it is. But what those, those people are missing on the other side of the coin is the mom and wife whose husband just attempted suicide, who he's out of work. She has a brand new business and two babies at home. She has always worked 60, 70, 80 hours a week. She's worked from the time she was 13 years old. She works so hard. She pours her heart and soul into every single thing that she does. And she feels like the world's biggest failure because she didn't see this coming and she didn't stop it. And she doesn't know how she missed it. She's doing the absolute best she can. But it's still not enough. And in this exact moment, in the middle of survival, she has no idea the amount of abuse that she's enduring. That is the other side. That one day you wake up and the rug is pulled right out from underneath you. And in that moment, over the next five and a half years, it's going to be really hard to stand up and keep yourself standing still. And in all of her lessons, she was so scared to brag. She was so scared to say that she claimed anything. She was so scared to feel like she deserved anything. She was paying for sins. Of so many lives before her. I think that when we come here, we choose. 
We choose our path. We choose our parents. We choose... We choose what we need. My path this time was to break a lot of generational curses. It was to find freedom so that I can help lead others to freedom. And I have finally found freedom. I can feel it in my body. I can feel it in my smile. I can feel it in the way I breathe. I no longer answer to anyone except for me. And the only way I answer to me is, does this feel aligned? What does my body say? As quickly as the universe can take everything away from us, she can also give us everything if we are open to it. I am open to it. I am ready to receive it. I am ready to have it come out of nowhere and knock me over. Because the gifts that I bring to my clients, to those who sit and listen to me speak, I not only bring them clarity, I bring them empowerment. I bring them the ability to learn self-trust, authenticity. I bring them permission. That's really all I do. I grant permission. So I want to ask you, what is it that you need permission for in your life right now? What is it that you are stopping because you feel like someone will be mad? They will be upset. I'm going to give you that permission right now. On that note, you guys, I want you to go out and sparkle today. Mwah.